It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on. The show that is still here. For now. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know. And. No. That's right. No. Guide you through the week no. that was on Channel 82. You've been guzzling down the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips, more clips, clips more, cl- more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips. We don't do clips. the. So we're not. We're done chanting. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Patrick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast, and I mean anywhere. <laughs> Even doing an Irish card bomb in a bar. <laughs> Anywhere. Yes, oh, even I there. I wish I could do that better. On a St. Patty's Day <laughs> bar experience. Oh, what a St. Patty's Day it was. My Give God. Me back it was the gold. The leprechaun. All Nothing wrong gold. with that. Everybody Kiss wants me. to be Irish. Kiss me. Okay. I'm Irish. Okay, okay, there's Eddie Erickson, uh, the producer of uh, Mad Dog Unleashed. Forever. And then there's uh, Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning After for uh, Now. What a wild week it was oh. on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Wild. Very wild. Of course, we have the NCAA tournament hot and heavy right now as the first round action is already over as we're heading out of the second round. What a great Thursday and Friday it was with lots of great <laughs> bets by me and Eddie. Eddie, I oh, am now yeah. shadowing all of Eddie's bets. Perhaps we don't shadow. I had a very rough start. Already, so. <laughs> just, maybe perhaps well, you just back off. You never give a person credit for a tip unless they make you a lot of money. <clears throat> Mad dog, um, you know Eddie's made you a lot of cash, um, so maybe you get credit. But no, you're taking all my blame, buddy. You are taking all my blame. So do a little better. Do it really is amazing work. with with dog when there's no pressure. I've been giving him a lot of uh, college picks when there's no pressure and you have no skin in the game, as they say. It's really easy to bet with someone else's money. I really should have become a broker. <laughs> Great point. I mean, as soon as your money comes out there, it doesn't go as wow. smoothly, right? It's no. amazing. It just doesn't no. work. Maybe that's it. You're a, a bet broker. But you had the Selection Sunday show with Mad Dog Chris Russo and Steve Torrey. Oh, you were actually yes. live oh, at boy. the house, right, in New yes. Canaan. My started Sunday, yes. Was Torrey Ted Stryker from the movie Airplane? Was he sweating buckets, dripping with water? No, more, more so leading up. He was a little anxious about the show leading up, I thought. We were a little guest light, as usual. And uh, no, once we got there, <laughs> everything was good. Eddie, uh... Any uh, clarity on any of the guests here? You got any any clarity? No, no. Same oh. same list I had at the beginning of the week. It hasn't really updated. Uh, Eddie, uh, it's been an hour. Any guest news? It's been uh, Eddie. It's been three minutes. Any any updates now? Did you get uh, Coach Guy? Uh, so you have the Selection Sunday show, and what's funny is that Tom Brady announces he's going to return to the National Football League 
during Selection Sunday. And I know Dog and Tori were not guy. thrilled with that. Let's listen to what happened on Mad Dog Sports Radio during the big Selection Sunday show. Dayton beat a one seed. Boy, you are loving that Dayton thing. Tom Brady just tweeted that he's coming back for a 23rd season. Are you serious? I swear to God. Tom is a- How about that? On a night that we're doing the NCAA tournament, Tom nice Brady. Nice job by Tom. Tom Brady. Where was Jim Gray? I thought he had the story. Double check it, but unless I'm seeing it. Sounds like Brady might return. Yeah, looks like Tom Brady announcing he's coming back for the 23rd season. Only you and I. We could be, and we're talking NCAA tournament, and Tom Brady is going to be coming back for a 23rd season. He's going to get pounded for this. Thanks, Tom, for upstaging everything. You're going to get, you're going to get pounded for this, Tom. You can't let it sit for a day. The NCAA tournament, let it breathe. Let the college kids have a day, and you got to take over. All these kids trying to get things, and he, he couldn't wait to tomorrow to tell us that. It would have been nice. All right, Tori and Russo here. So we'll have the tournament selection chairman on Tom Burnett at 8.15 Eastern. Randy Bennett, the head coach at St. Mary's Real of California. I, I, hear the, I hear Tom Burnett's <laughs> trying to get um, do a little break and maybe get a fifth team. Yeah. That Mountain West That's funny. Uh, let me let me just give you. Uh, <laughs> I just funny. saw a tweet it's from funny. Adam Schefter <laughs> <in> <laughs> this man regarding Tom Brady who announced <laughs> wow, that he's funny. returning for his twenty third season back in Tampa funny. Bay. Uh, why did they do it last night? Why did they do it Friday night? I mean, you can't tell me all of a sudden decided to do it. Right. Okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, if you uh, want some complete <laughs> oh. Tom Brady coverage. <laughs> Channel 88, Sirius XM's NFL Radio, Zig Fricasse. So why, uh, why would we because, promote a no, – like, why would we well, – yeah, here, here's the point. Don't listen to us. No, no, no. We stink. No. Go somewhere else. No, no, no. no. Why would we ever No, no, that's not it. No, no, no. No, no. They're not going to find it on our own. You'd be a team player. They pay uh, a lot of money. Cut, cut the garbage. Oh, my God. No, look, if you want tournament stuff, stay with us. If you want to break away and get some uh, Tom Brady information, well, they would go to the NFL we, radio we invite you to do that. They know where the NFL radio is. Charlie Weiss and Zig Fricasse, baby. Oh, my God. Over on Channel 88 you, until 10 o'clock. You know what? Baby. This is unbelievable. Don't listen to us at all. We're going to do all this sensitive stuff. Stick with Zig. Charlie Weiss, keep you awake. Keep the, listen to that all day. Perfect. I mean, you guys got to be kidding Keep me. your oh, wake. We're going to promote NFL radio when we're doing a selection show? That's correct. Really, oh, Steve? Yes, happily. I understand. Fact. I understand. Happily. You got to be careful with Cohen because be, that's ridiculous. <laughs> You're damn right I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. You know, there's a big kids uh, movie out right now, Encanto, and it's, you know, we don't talk about Bruno, no, no. We don't talk about NFL radio, no, no, no. We don't do it, no, no, no. The Selection Sunday show, that's high ground. That's Holy Land territory. Oh, yeah. And Tom Brady invaded it, and here's Steve Torrey doing his job. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? Charlie Weiss is going to keep you awake, though, as um, as Dog always says, radio socialism. I don't know. When Tom Brady comes back from the NFL, and I know Dog was speaking uh, you know, uh, facetiously there, maybe he's right. Maybe stop listening to the Selection Sunday show and listen to NFL radio because Tom Brady just came back. The timing was not great, and then the old you know cross-promotion, check out this now, although it did come from the big boss man himself. He asked us to do that. And, uh, <laughs> oh, in that case, I hear, think it was the right move. Yeah. I think that was the oh, boy, so, that so was Tor- so good. Tori and I both snapped, too. And Dog, of course, did what Dog does. He just crapped all over it. He's not a big cross-promoter, in case you didn't know. Uh, I oh, get really? these. Yeah, I get these sheets every day, and he just tosses them. <laughs> he doesn't, but in all fairness, he, he, doesn't even promote, he doesn't even promote himself. Nah, you can't ask me to do that, Eddie. Come on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can't have me tell people where I am. Well, that's not fair. It's not fair. Because then I can't tell people that you can't find me. I was very good at hide and seek as a boy. <laughs>
You want more? We'll give you more. Or is it war? I hate the fact that he had to, you know, basically hijack the NCAA tournament. And he did. Breaking news. Brady's back. I mean, Tory's lamenting <laughs> Wyoming for his Indiana team. And here's Eddie. Brady's returning. He said it on Instagram. I mean, at 7.15 or whatever or time Twitter. it was. 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, it's tough. I can't take it. I've had enough. What content? Couldn't get that promo approved. Anyway, yeah, he's had enough. <laughs> he's had enough. On the Instagram. I had enough. I make that uh, Instagram. It's delicious in the morning. There, It's better than my oatmeal, my Instagrams. Now, of course, as a lifelong Jets fan, I can't stand Tom Brady either. And we talked about Brady returning to the NFL on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. And, of course, Evan, the big Patriots Tom Brady fan, even though Tom Brady's his ex and doesn't play in his team, remembered something that Willie said. And here we go. You thought the NFL was still king, but there was a question to the kingdom because we have in our lifetime as big time NFL fans and you as a player, we had never seen this league without Tom Brady. And you and Babs had a brawl about it. Believe it or not, um, contrary to most reports, I stayed out of the way that day uh, and I did not say a <laughs> word because I just let you guys just brawl it out. Well, you got your villain back. We won't see this league without Tom Brady because he's back, baby. I no. don't see how in 41 days you change your mind. I just want to crush him for what he did to the kids. I'm fine with my argument. I oh, think what he kids. did was this retirement that cast a shadow over the Super Bowl, and he got all the attention there because he was upset that he lost in the playoffs, so he cast a shadow over the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He goes back and forth with Schefter. He doesn't do it the way he wants to do it, and now he's saying, hey, I'm going to come back again, and he waits till Sunday night to do so. He wants that spotlight. That is who okay. Tom Brady is, and that's okay, but don't sell me a bill of goods, and don't tell me you're a family man when five weeks later... Hey, family, it's been fun. It's Are been you a family trip. man? <laughs> I actually am. I'm one of the great family men of all time. Of the, I'm always with my children. Leave your family. I'm always with them. I can't, do you see me leaving? I'm not pulling a <laughs> Tom you. Brady. I'm here. and ain't going anywhere. I have no place to go. Brady's going to be 45 in August. Yeah, Insane. 45 in August. Yep. Poor little Tommy Brady Jr. or whoever his kids' names are. Poor little, so they, little so Tommy it's sad Jr. that his kids won't know who he is till he's 50. He is Tom it's Brady sad. Jr. It is sad. Yeah. Terrible. I feel bad for Same. those kids. The theme today of the kids, Brady's kids, the college kids, right. what Tom has done here, just wrong. Selfish. Just wrong. Yeah, it's all about the children. You see, I was very upset. They had their big moment, and here comes Tom Brady. And nobody cares now about Longwood University, which is now my adopted school because they sent me gear. Think about that. It's on brand. He doesn't like kids. His own kids. Other people's kids. <laughs> His ex is kid, to me. Man, he hates all kids. All right. I like you. I like you threw out the, Tom Brady even though he hates makes, kids. Even though he makes out with his 14-year-old son, but besides that, I mean, he just doesn't like the children. He's an overshadower. The guy's an overshadower. <laughs> he couldn't stand being left out of the conversation. He knows how this works. He understands his power. Does he not? Don't tell me, like, oh, you know, he had to do it because he's got all the free agencies on Monday. So what? He just made his decision on a Sunday morning as he's eating a oh, um, a grass seed smoothie or whatever, you know, a hay milkshake, a little Himalayan salt <laughs> on top for a little zing, and a little avocado, too. So then all of a sudden he made that decision. He knew his decision <laughs> on Thursday. But let's be real. Either Tom Brady just needed to get away from his family or Giselle is a huge pain in the ass. I remember you one week into the pandemic, two years ago, almost to the day. You had been home exactly, what, a week with the three kids. I don't know if I can do this. I, I, <laughs> oh, I got to get out of here. I don't, oh. I don't know. That was that was a week. You get okay with it, but the Stockholm early syndrome. shock, the shock of just like, oh, my God, I'm not going anywhere. And there was kids home all the time and with my noise. wife and three 
three children locked in a house. So you know what? I kind of get. You my think that's father. What to Tom? Maybe my father called me and he's like, "I don't get it. House why are you giving bigger. Tom Brady a hard time?" He's like, "Why do you think I'm still working? I'm in my my mid seventies. <laughs> I can't gotcha. stand my wife. I don't want to go home and hang out with your mother." And so I, I kind of understand it. But as you just said, Eddie, Tom Brady in that house has room to hide. I do not. Now to all the other huge news in the NFL this week is there was a blockbuster trades. Deshaun Watson is going to the Cleveland Browns. He changes his mind. A stunning reversal. He informed the Texans that he's now willing to waive his no-trade clause and be dealt to Cleveland. The Browns are set to give Watson a new five-year, $230 million contract, $184 million over the first four years. So that's just a $48 million raise, slightly more than my raises here at SiriusXM. Which means Baker Mayfield's now going to get his wish, and he's going to be traded by the Cleveland Browns. Baker at some week. I love that he had the pre-breakup breakup and put it out in a big letter to the Cleveland Browns fans, and I mean, he saw the writing on the wall, so he got out in front of it. Can you imagine doing that? Like, for all the times that I knew I was about to get dumped, I wish I wrote mm-hmm. the pre-breakup letter. I know we're still together. I know we're still going out to Applebee's this week. I know we're each going to get an entree and split that appetizer. I know we're going to have the cranberry vodkas. We've had many memories, and you made me grow many times. It was up, then it went down. You didn't get it up much, (laughs) then it stayed down. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence during dinner. I can only control (laughs) what I can. I've given this relationship everything I have, and that will not change. When I'm in my next snatch, snap, snatch, (laughs) whatever happens, I just want to say thank you for allowing me inside you. If it continues, it continues. If it doesn't, thanks for playing our game. (laughs) Sincerely, Michael Reagan Babchick. So, like, you think it would make you feel better if you got out ahead of it? You can't fire me, I quit type of thing? Exactly. It's the pre-breakup breakup. In fact, I'm writing my wife a letter today just in case. I mean, I'm fine <laughs> with her right now. She's a great roommate. How many, She's doing. A, how, many dra- how many drafts of that do you have? I was always a one-draft type of guy, except when it came to Bud Light. I love the Bud Light drafts. That's way more than one. But maybe I will work on that and craft it and give it to my wife. Again, she's a good roommate right now, so I'm not looking to leave. But okay. you never know. She's always looking for somebody else. Just like the Browns were, and now they got themselves a Deshaun Watson. You know, Morning Men this week, Evan Cohen asked a question about Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield to Willie Colon, and now it rings even more true. Listen to this. All right, so then who is more likely quickly to be off of their current team today, Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield? Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield? That's got to be the answer. Oh, that is the answer of the week. And if you don't hear Eddie Erickson laughing right now, it's because he just got a text from Steve Torrey. So we've lost Eddie. But that's okay. We'll get back to us after he figures out his promo for today or tomorrow. But oh, my God, that is the answer of the week right there. And again, if you missed it, in the classic battle of Deshaun Watson versus Baker Mayfield, the answer is always the Falcons. Yeah, don't baby. It. Now, there was some other monster news in the National Football League as Devontae Adams was traded by the Packers. They get back a 2022 first and second round pick, which means the Jets got back more for Jamal Adams. That's a problem. So now the Raiders are making a move, and they might be contenders after all in this wild AFC West. And we talked about Rodgers losing his number one guy on Morning Men with Evan Cole and Mike Babchick and Willie Colon. I don't even think he dislikes Aaron Rodgers. You know what? Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they're family. And that's why... 
why they're no longer going to be speaking. I mean, that's what it is. They're that close. And if you're that close with Aaron Rodgers, well, then you got to get out of town. I can never talk to you again, and you're in another state. No one's going to say this, uh, so I am. It, it nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams hates the cold. He wanted the Vegas dry heat. He probably has a bit of a gambling problem. He loves buffets. <laughs> okay. He's sick, right. as, he's sick of cheese curds. All right. He's a big fan of JT the Brick, I found out, and he actually wants to hang out in Backyard Brick. He didn't like the screech sex tape because they filmed it in Wisconsin. Vegas strippers are just better. I heard from a close source he wants to be cast in the Hangover Wolf. Part 4. Part 4, Hangover. I heard in part of this deal he got tickets to the Barry Manilow Coming Home <laughs> residency in Vegas. I heard Westgate. No, that, that's actually wrong. Westgate. The others are right. No, because that's salary cap circumvention. You can't get Barry Manilow. Cannot do that. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> that one's the wrong one. <laughs> we got to get that in here. The gap guy. You got to get that. Oh, he's a big fan of slots at the airport. I mean, it's got nothing to do. He doesn't even know I Derek. I didn't know Hart. that. He, Derek Hart, he didn't even know him. I mean, so there's got nothing to do with that. So there you go. Guys well, don't want to play with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why people can't come oh, to grips no, with that. No, no. Just they don't want to take a discount to play for Rodgers. They still want to play for Rodgers. Yes, sir! But we're not done with the QB carousel just yet. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee Show. And the boys reporting on maybe the biggest QB story of the week. Steelers have reached a two-year agreement with quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Whoa! Whoa! Two overall pick as the expected starter in place of the retired Big Ben Roethlisberger. Mitchell Trubisky is the new quarterback for (laughs) Yinzers everywhere. Yinzers. Yeah, guy loves titties and he loves a big time comeback. Mitchell Trubisky is just like the fourth starter in like a hundred years for the Pittsburgh. (laughs) Congrats to Mitch and the Pittsburgh. There he goes. Oh, boy. And that is true. Mitch Trubisky once tweeted out, and I quote, I love to kiss titties. That's the greatest tweet of all time. That makes you the greatest quarterback of all time. (laughs) I mean, what is the dating analogy? Is it just the the girl that you're hooking up with and say, all right, we're going out, but you're always looking for somebody else? That was me and Beth until we had three kids. I don't think you're looking for someone else there because this is the mystery date. And it, you know what it is? Love connection, actually. Love connection yeah. where you yeah. had the date with the first person. The audience picked someone else for you. This date didn't go so well. Let me try Let me try this one. <laughs> That's what this is. Because you Chuck already Worley. knew what you had in Rudolph. And now you're going to take a reclamation project. Because everyone everyone has an ego, right? Everyone thinks they can do it better. And Trubisky, <laughs> actually, he, he showed some signs at, at points. So maybe, uh, maybe it's worth uh, not, uh, You're going to door number two. <laughs> you know, that first date, I used to love that show, though, because they would never say they had sex. It oh was always God. that, I love, and then love we connection. shared a romantic moment oh, by a tree looking what at the moon. What could that have been? Andy's, BJ, what no, was going on? I think that's when the guy pulled his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't say that on network oh. television. So it was, and then we, had, we held hands while walking over the bridge. I mean, to me, I was always like, all right, that's backdoor penetration. Okay, I all loved, right. I love <laughs> love connection. When the day would go it. bad, and he would just sit oh. there and go, well, you know, if you want to take her out again. <laughs> the audience the, pick the, someone else. We'll pick up the tab if you want to do this again. Now, pass. Yeah. And I would have done that show 15 times because you always got a free meal at the end of it, at least, at the very least. So that's a great show. But we'll be back in two and two. In two and two. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot more to get to right here on Baptrix. Morning afters, we're going to oh, talk about the bad guy, khakis, and cars. Oh. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrix Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. Hmm. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. 
Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82 today. That's right. We recap the week that was. Tomorrow on on the app. Tomorrow on the app. Of course, yes. (laughs) Uh, As you hear from Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed Mm. forever. And then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of uh, Morning After for now. And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. And I mean anywhere. Anywhere? Yes. Drunk as a skunk in an Irish bar? Yes. Even in Bob Wenzel's garage. Anywhere. With Eminem. And and what a start to the NCAA tournament. I'm still rocked from Kentucky being upset by St. Peter's. John Calipari, it's time for you to do more than just get the player to the NBA. That can't be everything. It was for a while. That's long gone. Couple years now of just poor performances and then to lose to the 15 seed with a guy who is rocking close to a 70s porn star mustache, James Franco's stunt double, Jersey City. That's not being a blue blood. If you're Calipari, you would have rather not make the tournament than make it and lose like that. Maybe that's a loss you don't come back from. But the tournament's been so damn fun with all the brackets. That part of the week's been great, but the beginning part of the week kind of sucked, and this is why. This week, in death. I mean, it's just, why is the guy so happy about it? Very upbeat. Like the voice guy Very not upbeat. be like that. Very sad news. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, the great wrestler. He passes away. He goes in for hip surgery. There's a complication. There's a blood clot, a couple heart attacks, and now we lose the great Scott Hall, the legendary heel in WWF. One of the first ever bad guys that you'd go out there and win, and they would cheer. That did not happen back in the day. They had to switch his character a few different times, but he was always the same bad guy. He was always Mr. Machismo, always Chico. He was always throwing that toothpick. One of the coolest guys ever, and of course, one of the big matches that I think put him on the map was the ladder match in WrestleMania 10 that really put the ladder match on the map. That was the first ever ladder match in WWF and I was actually there. I'm not trying to insert myself in the story, but I was there in Madison Square Garden in the third (laughs) row. I tweeted out some videos of me hanging out watching Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels in a match where Shawn Michaels' ass was exposed and I had a full view right in between of his most passionate I've ever seen you. (laughs) Ever? It was amazing. (laughs) Little kid, all excited, the hat on, thumbs down, booing. You were very, very active in that. Video. I think I was like twelve or thirteen. I was. I went your with fandom um, has since died. Was that the peak <laughs> yeah. of your? Was that the peak of your fandom? I think it might have been. If you're telling me that's the most passion, you're probably right. I haven't had passion like that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the first time I had sex. <laughs> But even then, it was a disaster. The condom had a lot of issues oh in, man. out, slip it off. Probably went through four of them in a one-minute span. It was very difficult. Of so the passion, you maybe you're right. That might have been the most passion I ever had. I was friends with a kid who was really rich, who was very odd. He would take all the cheese off his pizza. <laughs> Weird kid. Probably very successful However, today. <laughs> I don't know. He was so rich. He would take me to all the events. We would go to WrestleMania. He got the third row. I went with me, him, and his mother. For some reason, I was sitting in between. Isn't that odd? Like, why wouldn't he sit next to his mom? You watch the video. It's his mom, me, and then him. Isn't that weird? Well, that's an easy one. She put you next to her because she clearly didn't trust you. Listen, you've turned out to be a fairly complex adult. I'm sure you were a complex yeah. child. Yeah, I understand. Keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah you gotta you know keep what? an eye on you. Because I could them- see you just wandering off. <laughs> I used, to, I used to have a leash back then. Where's Michael? And, <laughs> Michael! Yo, we, <laughs> I had a lot of issues with... I would hang out with them all the time, but they stopped taking me on the big road trips. Because I, oh, I, I was let going... Me guess. Like, I once threw up on her. 
Of you course. know that. I, mean, <laughs> I actually threw up on Did the Did you get car sick? We were in a car. It was like a makeshift limo where oh she was God. facing me. It wasn't really like a stretch limo. Were but you going backwards or forwards? You, I was going sitting? the regular way, and okay. I actually he, threw he up on her. Sick. We were headed yeah. to like, you know, I think it was Six Flags, and I threw up all over her. And so now Wait, you, you know. threw up before you got to the amusement park? Before. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, and how it, do you no, handle amusement parks if you can't handle a, a car? He doesn't. He doesn't. I begged him yeah. to go on a roller coaster with me at the Mall of America in Minnesota. I got him on like the kitty version. I did, yeah. So you can't yeah, even do the dragon coaster at Rise Playland? There was one that went upside down, and I, he goes, I, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you no. mean? Can't do that. I can't do that. I can't go upside down. I can't go backwards. No, no I can't do no, that. No, I can't do that. Can't do that. And then I was screaming the whole time. I thought you were like, kidding. What's wrong with you? Oh, you thought man. I was joking for a video. I thought it was, was another like, bit. I was, I was petrified. I've never done the dragon coaster at So Ride what Playland. rides can you do? Can you do Can you do the big swings? No can rides. You do? No, 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 no. That goes no, no, in circles, water. Scott. Water rides. I try to do water you rides, do a, but we all know. You can do a log flume? I could do the log flume at Rye Playland. I love how we're talking about Rye Playland because, yeah, the people in Nebraska are all over that one. Now, you're a um, lazy river. Basic. You're a lazy river guy. <laughs> lazy that's, river. That's that's... That, me and my wife, the lazy river. That's my favorite. I could do some extreme floating. Yeah, I took my son to the water park, uh, you know, out there at MetLife Stadium, and I thought I was going to die multiple times. And thank <laughs> yeah. God for a kid who carried the raft up for me. And then eventually my son saw a teenager's penis. And now he knows that we are growers, not showers. So there was that. But I think Razor Ramon, great heel, not the greatest. The greatest heel, Hulk Hogan. When he flips to Hollywood Hogan, WCW, the game changed. Then it was NWO, and then everybody loved the bad guy. In that moment, when the best good guy turns to the best bad guy, the world has changed forever. I hated Hogan. I hated Hogan. I was a wrestling head, and I knew Hogan was a Minneapolis AWA wrestler back in the day. And I was big into Georgia Championship Wrestling. So when Hogan took over in the WWF, ugh, I hated him. Hated him. I thought he was lame. I thought his stupid music was corny, ripping off the stupid T-shirts and his finishing move. That's really what put me over the top, my hatred for Hulk Hogan. (laughs) The lamest finishing move move in all of wrestling. The leg drop? Come on. That you're right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. They're selling me this thing with the vitamins, and I really thought the late drop might have hurt. Then you grow oh, up a little bit, you're like, this is a basic move. How is anybody, I mean, how is Andre the Giant not kicking out of that? I, I mean, mean, come listen, on now. Ric Flair, the figure four, a great finishing move. It worked a lot you're of pain. You're in pain, I'm going to break this guy's leg. Right. I got the super fly coming off the top of the cage. Okay. That's Impact. a finishing move. I got uh, the Iron Sheik with the camel clutch. What a name. Even and Bob Blackland's chicken wing was better than nah, nah, the leg crazy. drop. Nah, the chicken wing, crossface chicken wing was horrible. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, I love how he's like, hey, I got the move. Cobra it's clutch. The it's a Cobra clutch. It was the exact same move <laughs> that he did. But Ultimate Warrior would just pick you up and drop you. Another Why would lame, that hurt? Lame. Scott, what about you? Were you a wrestling fan? I was. It not- doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh- no, he didn't. That was The Rock, right? That was The Rock? <laughs> it took you a while. It took you a while. All right, how about JT the Brick? He's loving March Madness, man. It's hot and heavy. A lot of people go to Vegas for March Madness. That's off the, the bucket list item. But JT the Brick on Brick and Night has figured out exactly who goes to Vegas for March Madness. The fraternal order of the men of khaki pants, they land in Vegas to get ready for Thursday. They have two pairs of khaki pants. They have a pair of shoes, a pair of sneakers, one pair of shorts, white <laughs> socks, black socks. They always bring one collared shirt. They have to have one nice shirt. Toothbrush, and they are ready to go. They Condoms. check into their room. They drop their bag off. They barely unpack. <laughs> yeah. They run down to the sports book, and they start drinking buckets of beer. Normally bad light beer. 
They watch a full day on Thursday. They stagger back to the room, change, clean up. Then they go to a steakhouse. God forbid one guy pays for everybody. No, they all put like six credit cards in, and they do it again, and they get drunker the next day. That's how we do it. They start losing all their money. They continue to drink and get (laughs) obliterated, and then they go back to the steakhouse for night number two. But this night is the big night. Because mm. night number two, they all want to go to a club. And they don't mm. go to clubs because their girlfriends and wives don't let them. But in Vegas, they do. They get a table and they spend, but they make sure they don't put it on the credit card because the girlfriend <laughs> or wife will see it on the <laughs> credit card, so they're down. all in cash. Wow. One of the guys of the it's Fraternal prepared. Order of the Manakaki Pants falls in love with the stripper. Wants to leave his girlfriend and his wife. His friends pull him out. They come back home. They walk into the lobby. They get in the elevator, and they pass out with their clothes on. This Mm. leads to the second pair of khaki pants. They wake up the next day. They got to get to the airport. They put on the clean pair of khakis, the new socks. Then they go home. They lie to their wives. They lie to their girlfriends. They say all they did was (laughs) go to steakhouses. All they did is watch basketball. And then they start six months from now asking permission again if they can go to Vegas the following year for March Madness to be a part of the fraternal order. Of the men of khaki pants. This sounds like I f- Friday night with you. <laughs> but we don't wear khakis. <laughs> yeah, we don't wear khakis. Sweatpants. No, we, and and you know what? We don't really lie. We're not doing anything fun enough to lie. Like there's no like illicit activity mm. after where mm. it's like, hey, honey, you know, I we were just watching the game. You know what? We were just watching the game. That's a good point. <laughs> we were just watching. What did the you game. do last night? Just we were watching games, drinking. Tell me the truth. No, really, like <laughs> no, really, that's just that. when. That was it. And then Mike I was showed his new refrigerator. It was pretty Yeah. Was pretty what do exciting. you mean? We got home. We were home at 10 p.m. Covered with like before ice cream. <laughs> but, but, so what'd you do before that? Well, actually nothing. We just like ate and then we came home. <laughs> How'd you get so drunk? Why is Eddie hanging out outside the garage lying on the ground? That I don't that's know. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he came in hot. He came in hot. What can I tell you? Uh, that's just what happens. But Jay, through the break, you had me in line. Um, if you're going to go to Vegas, you have to have a lie. I'll tell you, Vegas is the best. I I'm not allowed there. To... My wife said I can go anywhere except Vegas. This is the thing. You could gamble anywhere now. Of course. On your phone. She just thinks right. that's a bigger trigger. Now, I will say, though, that Vegas... <laughs> I've lost a lot of money it's a big trigger. Vegas gambling. <laughs> so maybe she's right. Huge. I mean, a lot of money. I, I was with three working women. One robbed me in a hotel room, took the camera, took everything. We went to the front desk. We're like, yeah, she just took all her money. And he said, well, what was she doing up there? She was up there having fun. And the, and the guy's like... Did she exchange uh, sexual favors for money? I don't know why this guy was Tory, but... Was money exchanged for sexual favors? And I was like... You goddamn right it was. And I said, How yes, many I roses paid her did you pay her? I said I paid her 120 roses. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one that I walked around the entire casino floor with just because I wanted to show her off. And then there was another one that let me take pictures of her, but only from the head down. And see, and you wonder, Vegas is bad? No, Vegas is fine. I'll tell you, one day baseball's going to have a team in Vegas. And baseball, free agency, hot and heavy. Gary Sanchez finally leaving the Yankees. And in return, we got Josh Donaldson and a falafel for the Yankees. Chris Bryant with a huge deal with the Colorado Rockies for seven years. Kyle Schwarber goes to the Phillies. Freddie Freeman goes to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Matt Olson's coming to the Braves. So Steve Torrey's all excited. He's got college basketball and Major yes. League Baseball players on the move. So naturally, Steve will be extra positive when talking about the Atlanta Braves on Mad Dog Daily. I can't imagine what Braves oh. fans are thinking right now. Today, it's got to be a sobering day. Tomorrow. You talk uh, about a, a, you know, just a swing of emotions in the last six sobering. months. You go from the high of winning a World Series. Woo-hoo. And, you know, they're first <laughs> since 95. Mm-hmm. And um, I was a mate. 
you you go from that euphoria, 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 you tried to say. Oh, the show. Euphoric feeling. Oh, and now you're in a situation where you don't have Freddie Freeman anymore. And and it's it's just a sobering wake up. They gave up four of their top 14 prospects in the trade, including their talented (laughs) outfielder, Christian Pache. Oh, all I kept thinking about today when, when this happened was what? That home run that, that Freeman hit in the division series against the Brewers, which put him over yeah. the edge and, and secured that series, and, uh-huh. and the, ap- the absolute outpouring of luck ah. and the jubilation ah. and the look in his face, you know, ah. winning a I huge playoff ah. series to advance for a guy that had been a lifelong brave and that crowd going nuts. Oh, they and then, of course, ah! the home run that he hit in game five against the Astros, the which I believe was his last at lifelong. bat at home, if I'm he not was? mistaken. But All it was right, a huge so home run. Mm. And All this right, so run is now over. Okay. I, 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 I can't imagine the pain that. I mean, this is a lot of this pain. is their guy. Yeah. All right. So there's Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily. You know, it, it's uh, a depressing. Oh my god! <laughs> the Freddie Freeman era is over in Atlanta, dude. All right, we get it. Wrap it's it over. up. It's over. Let's wrap it up. It's over, uh, man. It's so dude. sobering. I mean, these Brave. You think about the Brave fans right now, and they're like, ah. It's just. It's just. It's a, a lot of sleepless nights over Freddie Freeman. I mean, they just want a World Series. So, do they really give a crap? Like, when you win a World Series, you're okay with everything. And you got a pretty good player in this Matt Olson. Very right? good. Right? I mean, yeah. very good player. So they good gave they up a lot. Yeah. So then, Freddie, maybe they upgraded. Maybe it's not that sobering. But, you know, if you're an Atlanta Braves fan, have a drink. What's the point? Life is better oh, while well, buzzed. Now, another big story in baseball was the injuries. Like, Fernando Tatis hurt his wrist, not in Hans Central Station, but I think on a, on a motorcycle, and Pete Alonso with the Mets flipped his car over. Did you hear the story about Tatis, though? They asked him, did you hurt it in a motorcycle accident? Yeah. And he said, which one? Which accident? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's multiple accidents. Is that a humble brag that he's like a, a motorcycle guy? I mean, who no. knows the sons of anarchy? Fernando, but how many accidents? <laughs> we don't ride a motorcycle. Perhaps. But see, he's so tough. He's like, yeah, which one? I've gone in five of those in the last month. But Pete Alonzo <laughs> flipped it. <laughs> yeah, Pete Alonzo's flipping his car over. He was totally fine. I had a similar experience. I talked about it on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, oh, like yeah. Bab Chicka Willie Cologne. Helicopters. It's amazing, like, when you see the car and then you live through it. You know, I flipped my car. Uh, my entire front side was completely caved in. I should be dead. But instead, I was thrown to the back of the car, and you end up living. I was with um, my friend Jeff, and he was a rookie cop. And when we flipped the car over, he called and he gave the wrong code. He was just a, he was on the he was on the you know the force for a month. And what he basically said was an officer was down, oh and there was a God. helicopter and cop oh cars to come God. get us out of That's my awful. brown oh Ford Mustang. And they Damn. pulled us out of the car. They were screaming at Jeff, and he was all he was he was banged up. He was bleeding, and they're like, "Are you kidding me? We'll protect you and save your job." But you realize there's a helicopter. They had a helicopter because I flipped my car after a night of Porky's. By the way, that story, I flipped over my car because I was texting a guy named Adam Deutsch that I just got um, orally uh, pleasured. And I was so excited about it and wanted to brag about it, and I was texting, and that's why I hit a rock. I forgot Shut to mention up. that. Is that real? I swear. I swear, yeah. Mahal, head was right? down, can, and I was texting him, hey, I just got mm, clicks. and then flipped my car over. Hey. Oh, oh, yeah. Very old, very old, very old. It was like a typewriter. Probably. It might have been before right? my BlackBerry one, yeah, so it might have been my old flip. Because the timeline, if you're going to think about it, that's what I'm let's not go over the timeline because you never know. But I think oh, me and oh, Beth yeah, were yeah. on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> me, me and Beth <laughs> were on and off again, and I'll say it. Uh, I was off her, and I was on to someone else, and, and same thing with her. Same thing with, with her. That story, I forgot a couple things from that. One of the reasons why I was driving so fast was I hooked up with this girl. I met her at Porky's. I said, hey, I have to move my car across the street. It's an alternate side of street parking. 
So come with me. When we got in the car, I was all over her, and she was all over me. And we were about to hook up, and she's like, look, I'm not doing anything until you promise to drive me home. And I was like, no problem. I'll take you home. No big deal. And she's like, I live in Pleasantville. It's like two and a half hours away. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I'm staying with a friend, but you're going to drive me home. Oh, okay, yeah, no problem. We hook up, we fool around, I move the car, we get back in the bar. She goes to the bathroom, I go to my buddy Jeff, I'm like, hey, we gotta get out of here quick. And while she was in the bathroom, we ran out of there, and as I got in the car, I drove away fast, and she was looking at us, and I'm driving as fast as possible, and then you end up almost killing my good friend. And then karma ensued. (laughs) So there you go. Exactly. And in in the (laughs) hospital, I turned to Jeff, and I said, I'm so sorry, man. That was horrible. It's all my fault. I almost killed you. I risked our lives. I'm so sorry. Do you forgive me? I'm sorry. And he turned to me and goes, sorry? Don't say sorry. That was the best night of my life. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? a lot about his life, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good happened with him from that. Yeah. (laughs) Can you see that, though? Like, you know, when you almost die and you... you I was like, what? He's like, and he was bleeding. And he's like, yeah, this is going to be a story we'll tell forever. I was like, oh, my God. No worry about internal injuries, bleeding, or perhaps losing your career before it even started. No. (laughs) This was the best night of my life. Always about the story. (laughs) It's always about the story. All right, we got a lot more to get through right here on Mike Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about Batman. Where is he? A magnifying glasses. (laughs) Well, you can't say it either. (laughs) Magnifying. And phone numbers. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? (laughs) It's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, yes! Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM Channel 82 is a recap the week that was. And what a week it was. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. Anywhere? Anywhere. Anywhere. Even at the Nutty Irishman? Even at the Blarney Stone. Sticky floors every single time. Sticky floors. Oh, Blarney. Every very time. Dark. Very dark. Sweat hogs galore. As uh, Eddie Erickson, producer of uh, Mad Dog and Unleashed. Suspect meats. Forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sausages. Blood sausage. And then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of uh, Morning After. Uh, for uh, now. And this week, wow, the NCAA tournament, hot and heavy. You have two blockbuster trades in the NFL. Deshaun Watson changes his mind. All of a sudden, he's going to the Cleveland Browns. They make that deal. The Texans get a bunch of picks back. Now it looks like Baker Mayfield will be traded. And then how about Devontae Adams being traded from the Green Bay Packers over to the Las Vegas Raiders? Wow. Now, Eddie Erickson, you had some week this week. In fact, you made it back to the Sirius XM studios as Doggy actually got a little nostalgic talking to you about the time away these past two years from the Sirius XM studios. I had to reach, and I mean reach, deep into my bag of tricks in the last 24 months right? to get through talk radio. The only thing I have not yet done is try a gummy before I talk to you for three hours or four. And that's coming. That's coming. I might even do something radical and have a gummy, gummy? before I go on first take. And Tori for Christmas gave me a lifetime supply. You have the happy gummy and the mellow gummy. So I'll make sure when I go on the first take, I'll do the happy gummy. You won't be able to shut me up. Yes, sir. You know what I remember yes, two sir. years ago? Yes, How about the call yes, on a Friday night year ago? The DJ from Shreveport, Louisiana, oh. who was listening to all the Laurel Canyon stuff, Lord, and he was that. about to drive to his DJ job to play a song or two. You remember that there, Eddie? What the heck was his name? I forget. Don't you remember that, Eddie? 
Eddie must have been on gummies as well. And that, if that was on a Friday, good chances I was half in the bag by the time half we got to that call. Yeah, half, in bag. half in the bag. Half in the bag. Half in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Eddie, you didn't remember that one? It was a random call that nobody would ever know. I don't know his name. And when explaining it, I gave you absolutely no details or give you any pertinent information that might help you remember. I only know what he did for a living, and I don't know what he actually said. And you don't remember that? <laughs> Just a random one. You don't remember that? Yes, sir. Oh, fascinated by you today in the gummy situation for the doggy. The guy does love his gummies. It's amazing how mainstream gummy taking has become, mm-hmm. where Mando Christmas was talking about taking one before his show. Scott Messina, you need to take one of the happy ones before taping. I'm sorry, before performing live during Baptist Morning After. <laughs> oh, How about taking oh, yeah. a happy gummy? No, in theory, it sounds amazing. And, you know, I, everyone, I think, could use one of these every once in a while. You mellow ah, it down. It may put you in a fantastic mood. It does. And, but my gummy intake is so infrequent these days that I would not be able to function. I would be screwing up left and right if I did it before a morning men's show, God forbid. Things would go terribly wrong. But th- that happens anyway, so you might as well at least hey, be in a no, good mood. No, it's not that bad. You're but screwing I, things I, like, up left and right. <laughs> Go ahead, get angry. No, Mike, it's because of you. If you're being honest, and like, I'm there it is. Up the, there, I mean, you're driving <laughs> me up a goddamn freaking wall, and I can't Take function. Take a gummy, and then, you and won't then I yell as that, much. That's the irony. Is like I could use the gummy to calm down, but then I would be screwing up things even more. I wouldn't remember why I messed up. Listening to you talk right there made me want to take a gummy. <laughs> It was that you, bad. You're, you're not laughing at that one. <laughs> you know what, Mike? Go fuck yourself. Ah, there it is. That was awesome. And there he is, Angry Scott. What a big weekend in sports. Last weekend was a big weekend, too. And you know what I like to do on big weekends in sports? I like to go see a movie. And I saw the Batman this week with my son, Joey Babchek, the 10-year-old who, Again, yeah, probably more should be- father-son time. Tom Brady now, doesn't. He-, he definitely does not go to the movies with his children. There Tom Brady no does way. not take his kids to the movie. and He doesn't want to hang out with his kid. Now, I don't know if I should be seeing the Batman with my son, but uh, whatever. I'm not big into it. Took, I took a four-year-old to the Dark Knight. <laughs> I think rises. that's totally fine. The Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Was he scared? Yeah, we had to leave halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not the right story to, to Not tell, only did I take him to see that, I took him to see it at the IMAX. Extra loud and, and extra, extra scary. scary. Unbelievable. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we made it right. We made it right to the one of the great scenes ever in cinema history where Heinz Ward is returning a kickoff <laughs> and the entire field is collapsing behind him. What a scene. Without him noticing. And you wonder why he doesn't want to play football. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you want to be my latex salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Colon was in that movie. He was one of the, the guards. You know, he played a guard. I don't know how he got that part, but he was one of the players in uh, that movie. He was on the field. As you and your boy were leaving, Willie Colon had his big moment. How his did he moment. handle the uh, field collapsing all around him? I think he made it. You know what? I don't think he made it out. <laughs> I got to get an update from him. I don't think he made it out. But you got to hear my recap of The Batman on Morning Man with The Batman. Cohen, the Batman. On The Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Patrick, and Willie Cologne. <laughs> Guys, I went to see over the weekend The Batman. Wow. The Batman. <laughs> Me and my son. Like the the movie Batman. turned off after 45 minutes. What? Click. Off. The <laughs> projector broke. I swear to you, I'm in a movie theater in 2022. That went off after 45 minutes. 
I turned to my son. How could this be? Crazy. My son's yelling. There was lots of teenagers. It was a packed movie theater, screaming, yelling. It was a dark screen. They were doing finger puppets because there was a little bit of light. Somebody did the finger in the circle. I turned to my son. I said, don't ask me what that means. He goes, I already know. <laughs> so we learned about that. But how in 2022 are there projectors? Didn't you just assume that they put a DVD in there? You're asking how do we assume in 2022 there are projectors and your alternative in 2022 is a DVD? DVD. DVD. A, bl- <laughs> a Blu-ray. As if, as if that is the new high-tech thing, a DVD. I thought you were going to say, well, don't you just assume it's going to be a screencast <laughs> or you know, you're going to airplay it. You said a DVD. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not a projector. A projector, don't you think of the old guy like cranking it up there in a room? And I'm Again, not talking about my dad. The alternative was something that was new 20 years ago. I thought you want a VHS. I'm shocked that they have like a projector. There's got to be a different way. I a thought technology advanced that we don't have projectors. The Blu-ray disc would work. So the DVD of the Batman won't have any issues. Everybody was upset, <laughs> very angry about this. But me, you know what I'm thinking. Cha-ching. I immediately ran out of the theater, ran to the manager in the front desk, and I said, this is ridiculous. The movie went off. I'm like, yeah, we're working on it. It's going to be another 15 minutes to get the projector up and running. This is absurd. My child saw finger puppets on the screen. (laughs) He's scarred. Sir, we're going to reimburse you for your tickets, and we'll give you four free ones. Boom. Free movie and four free tickets. Now that is a great film. (laughs) I love it, baby. The 25-minute intermission, though, in the Batman. What a film. And after listening to that, I kind of wish I worked at a movie theater and I was airplaying a film, and then halfway through, I just started looking at porn. <laughs> See, that's the dangers of airplay. Buffering, buffering, buffering. Next thing you know, we're on Pornhub and not the Batman. Was that AMC Theaters? What theater yes. chain was it? AMC. No wonder their stock was going down to someone had to save them. Robin Hood had to save them. <laughs> Why would it? <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if I would have held on to my AMC stock, oh, I would no. not be sitting here right now. Right now. My dream, of being, my dream of being a pattern day trader would have been achieved, but I decided to sell a lottery ticket. Oh, God. You know, my dad always talks about, it. you know, I could have bought Microsoft. We I had it. Story. it was right. I'm like, come on, that's like. version. Yeah, all that is is the updated version, but you really didn't no, have it. No, but I had it. Maybe my dad had Microsoft. Maybe he didn't. But that's like my dad always says he had a Mickey Mantle rookie card as a kid. Yeah, this Excel's never going to take off. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's complicated. Not gonna... Microsoft, oh, boy, these computers are going to work. It's all by hand. You want to get somewhere? Get a map. Get it in paper. What do you think? They'll ever advance that? Uh, but there's the Batman. As It did take 20 minutes for this projector, so this is an old school type of thing. Maybe it is an old man cranking in a room. Which, you know, that's my dad as well. He goes to Hand Central Station all the time. Now, I don't know if the Mad Dog goes to see any of these movies. He's probably too focused on all that's going on in Major League Baseball. In fact, this is Dog uh, with a big recap of what's been going on, free agency. Let me hear your thoughts on what what happened in baseball here in the last three, four days. Wow. (laughs) When you get stuck on a word, (laughs) just (laughs) tell us what it means. (laughs) Just bail. (laughs) Just tell us. What it means. But, you know, he was a lot smoother when he was talking about uh, the NFL news of Randy Gregory. Of course, you know, it's announced by the Cowboys Twitter that he's coming back to the Dallas Cowboys. And then seconds later, he's on the Denver Broncos and he has signs a similar deal with the Broncos. (laughs) So he got out of that Cowboy deal. I guess he had a handshake thing. He didn't like some of the language in the contract. He's out. And now Dog is here to tell us exactly what happened. The idea that Randy Gregory is sitting there with a microphone glass, you know, going through his word by word, a 50 page document is a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> no, you get that uh, microphone glass. That was Are you a new talking one even, to that? Even for me. 
You know, one of those dog rants. He could cut himself real bad right on the mouth with that microphone glass. Oof. <laughs> that seemed a little strange. Dog was extra smooth this week, I'll tell you, man. He was throwing a breaks and teasing topics like I've never heard him before. Nice to have you aboard as we talked about what's going on. Uh, as we talked about what's going on. Uh, as uh, we chat to you, uh, as we move it along on this uh, busy afternoon. What's going on? What just happened? That was unedited, right? Very he really funny, said, as we talk to you about what's going on, as we talk to you about what's going on, is my guess we're going to talk to you about what's going on. My guess is there he was actually watching the uh, TPC. He was, for some reason, he was very... <laughs> obsessed golf. with golf this week. He was obsessed with the scheduling of it, the bad weather, how they were going to make uh, up these holes. Oh, no, no one cares. I didn't hear that talked about anywhere. And but, did he ever tell us what's going on with it? Or he's no! just so distracted? He was and watching it. So we never even got What's going on? And I'll tell you what's going on. I'll tell you what's going, <laughs> what's going on. You know what? Dog, that wasn't very smooth. If you want to be smooth, you go to Steve Torrey. Steve Torrey, Mad Dog Daily. And, of course, let him throw out the phone number. We'll take some calls right now on Babchick's Morning After. Torrey, hit it. All right. Triple eight, Mad Dog 6 888 Six. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the number. Very uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. That's the number for our show. Triple eight six two three three six four sucks, and that's what we do. Steve Tory, fascinated by you today, Tory. Are you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure. I know. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm, yeah. So that's uh, we we made it. Uh, the, uh, this is Steve Tory coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Another episode of Patrick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson and Scott Messina. Thanks mm. to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice fouls their leader. He tells me that Pam, Mayo, Yakko, and her accountant, Ron Maloney. Love the show and know you can't claim a toilet as a dependent. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. And I mean anywhere. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.